to another episode of This Week in IPNO. We, of course, as always, live from the table in my kitchen. We have a very special guest. We have Captain Matthew Galsby from RUPD. Um, thank you for, uh, for joining us. Ah, you're welcome. Thanks, so so a, a few weeks ago, we got a crime alert. Um, about there being a, a bear on campus and for people to be alert. Now, I've, I've gone to school here from 2011 to 2015, and I've worked here for four years. I don't think I've ever seen that kind of crime alert. Maybe I haven't. I just don't, didn't remember. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, man, I have to talk to the person that is like the, the point guy on this. So I was asking everyone who it was and everyone, uh, it, it kept pointing back to you. They were like, Matt Colsby's the guy you want to talk to. So in, in a situation like that, there's a bear that's on campus in New Brunswick. What's like the protocol? What, 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 do, you, what do you specifically have to do once that happens? Well, after I kind of confirm a what, you know, you kind of, you kind of double take because there are not, it's not common to see in this area. Uh, normally we'll send somebody out to try to get a confirmation. Um, but in this particular case, we had uh, some pretty reliable sources indicate that the bear had been seen out by the uh, log cabin area originally uh, by the Rockers Gardens. So that was pretty, pretty good uh, for us. We, you know, we then, uh, reached out to some resources to kind of get an idea uh, of what our next move should be. And uh, then we went ahead and sent out the alert advising our community uh, of the of the bear being in the area. So uh, again, not very common. Uh, I could think in the 28 years that I've been here, we've only had three uh, instances of having a bear close enough to campus uh, to trigger somewhat of a warning but only two that have actually um, caused us to send out an alert. And that was obviously the, the bear that we just most recently had. And um, a few years prior, uh, we actually had a bear over on the Livingston campus in the quad area. So those are, those are the two, but uh, normally, like I said, we, we try, to, try to confirm it before we go ahead and, and send the alert out. And then we try to gather some information uh, to send out to the community so that we're not just we're not just sending something out, we're giving them some information that they could use and uh, some details. So Matt, in, in New Brunswick, we have, we have the RUPD and we also have the New Brunswick Police Department and Piscataway, Piscataway Police Department. I'm curious, how do you guys uh, sort of manage the boundaries as to what is what each one is gonna respond to? Um, the boundaries are fairly well established, and, and you also have to remember over in those particular areas, the actual, the Rockers Gardens is, uh, for a good portion of it, is actually in North Brunswick. And then we have the waterway that runs along uh, the border with East Brunswick and Milltown. So we, we have a lot of borders over there, and over the years, we've established relationships uh, that kind of allow us to share information uh, so that we can kind of get an idea as to, to, to sending the communications out. I think uh, anybody that follows New Brunswick Police Department on their Nixle account saw that they sent the information out about the bear uh, as well. So we try to co communicate and coordinate and get the information out. But uh, again, it, mostly it's over years of, years of, of 
just coordination and, and knowing the people on the other end. So I'm assuming that applies not for just bears. This is also for the for the everyday things that have that go on on campus when a call comes in. Yeah, there's there's a fairly regular um, information sharing between the agencies as it relates to uh, incidents on and around campus. Great. Are there any uh, interesting stories you'd be able to share with us? You know, what happens a lot of times uh, is the stories that I don't think are interesting because we do it on a day-to-day -day basis, other people find interesting. Uh, but I will say that uh, the bear incidents are probably some of the most unique uh, cases that we've had. And we've had the coyote. I think everybody remembers uh, last year uh, we had the incident with the the coyote that was uh, over on the Livingston Bush campus area. So those are probably two of the two of the more unique ones that I would say uh, would would come to mind as being you know things that uh, are truly different from the everyday uh, type of incidents that we deal with. So so once you send out this this notification to the to the campus um, that you know there's like a bear running around or 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 a coyote or anything else what's like what's the next step do you do you have to call animal control or who who's the next person that takes it over from there well normally uh and we'll reach out to the state uh, the department of environmental protection their fishing game wildlife folks again they have a law enforcement component uh, and uh, an educational component that we actually consulted with uh, as it related to the um, some of the facts that we put out related uh, in the crime alert or that we sent out to the community and the advisory. So a lot of times what we'll do is we'll consult with them on, you know, what's our best course of action. And in this particular case, uh, the bear had kind of gone from the gardens area over to the area of um, Cobb Road uh, and the Eagleton area. So he was up in a tree there for a little while. So um, again, we reached out to Fishing Game and they have a bear response team that came out and they set a, um, I guess, a uh, like a container trap uh, to try to see if the bear would go into the trap. But after a couple hours, he came down out of the tree and wandered off in another direction. And then the following day, uh, every morning I would check in and every evening I would check in to see if the bear had moved because the fishing game folks had told us the hours where normally the bears would, would be more active. So every morning and every evening I would call in and see if anybody else had spotted the bear so that we could update the community. But the bear pretty much stayed in those two areas. Um, and finally, uh, left the area. Not quite sure where he's gone off to. <laughs> there, there's just like so many questions I have, like for the bear itself. It's like, how, <laughs> how did it even get there? Because I, I know that there's like some wooded areas around Rutgers, like like uh, Livingston and like the Rutgers Gardens. But like when you see like the headline, like bear Rutgers, you picture him like on College Ave or something. But it's like, well, how, did, how did he even get to that to that wooded area in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question because um, fishing game, I think had tracked uh, this bear. He had, um, he'd been tagged. So I think he was, he was seen at least once or twice before. I think some time ago he was seen in the Westfield area. And you know, it's, it's kind of funny because 
the one morning he had gone from the log cabin gardens area over to uh, Cobb Avenue and George Street area. And we didn't get anybody call about a bear between Route 1 and Route 18. So how did the bear actually get from you know, <laughs> one side of Route 1 to the other side? So we have no idea. We know we didn't get any phone calls about a bear on, uh, on Route 1. So we're not quite sure how he made it over without being seen. Could have been like a maybe he took an Uber or something. He just wore like a funny hat. <laughs> you know, I thought for sure we would have gotten a couple more phone calls, but we got nothing. You know, he managed yeah. to get from from the area of Cobb Avenue over to the gardens with without anybody seeing this probably 300 pound bear. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, uh, thank you for uh for telling us about how those kind of situations are uh, are handled, and uh, thank you for coming on and sharing that with us. And uh, as we always do, if there's anything else you'd like to say, uh, we'll give you the last word. No, I think that's it. Uh, again, thanks for the opportunity to kind of come and explain a little bit of what we do, and and uh, look forward to hopefully some more down the road. Sounds good. All right, thanks. Thank you.